As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, bacon and ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba da ba ba ba. With five seconds, he's going to throw it. Howard leaps. He has it. Touchdown, Carolina. Back from the dead to tie the game with two seconds to go. Snap back, spot down. The kick is cleanly away. It is good. And it's Barber <laughs> with yes, a 54-yard field goal. And how about them Tar Heels? They do it. Here's Kupak. Gives off to Amos. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's Jordan back to kick. It's blocked again. Picked up. It'll be a touchdown, Carolina, for Bracey Walker. He blocks his second punt and scores his second touchdown of the season. It's 14 to 13. Mr. Jordan meet Mr. Walker. Bernard fields it at the 26. Heading to the far side. Gio at the 35. Gio, he's at the 50. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Gio, he's going to take it for a touchdown. This is the Heel Tough Blog Podcast on Spreaker.com. Welcome into this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. I'm Anthony Pagnata. On this edition of the podcast, we sit down with Ross Tucker, who is part of the crew down at the U.S. Army All-American Game in San Antonio, Texas, to ask him about quarterback Sam Howell, who is now on campus in Chapel Hill, and ask him about his performance in the U.S. Army All-American Game and how he thinks he will perform at the college level. First of all, Ross, how's it going, man? I know you're on the run. Uh, You got some stuff you're doing for the NFL, and... uh, I think uh, it's some good news. It's not going to be as cold as once thought out in Kansas City. So, um, you know, how's everything going for you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm on my way to the airport to fly to Kansas City. And, yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's not going to be like negative 10 or whatever, like they were saying it was. But it's still going to be pretty cold, and now I get no glory out of it whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to be cold, I wanted to be able to say for the next 20 years that I was at the coldest game ever in AFC Championship history or Arrowhead Stadium history. Now I'll just be like at the seventh coldest game, which does nothing for me. Yeah, yeah. Typically that's not going to get the same sympathy that some of these other ones would. But, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago you were able to be inside of the Alamo Dome and, and it was a relatively good environment for you um, to see the some of the best players in the 2019 recruiting class out there. You know, you spent the entire week down there. And I guess the first question, you know, about Sam Howell, the 2019 quarterback that is – Uh, flipped his commitment from Florida State to North Carolina. You know, when you looked at this guy, you know, what was the first thing that really jumped off the page about him and really impressed you? So I guess the first thing is, you know, he he wasn't what I was expecting in terms of appearance. You know, like he's got got like a full beard, you know, which (laughs) I'm working on one, but I can't grow one. He's got like a full beard and – He's probably about six one, six two, but he's thick. You know, he's got almost like a—I uh, don't know if I'd say David Garrard body, but he 
he's got a, you know, he, he's not like a lean athlete. Like he's a, he's a thicker, powerful athlete. He's like six one, two twenty, two twenty five. So, given the fact that he broke the state of North Carolina all-purpose yards record, I wasn't really expecting him to have that kind of body type, you know, because he doesn't look like much of a running threat. And and so that was one of the first things that jumped out to me. And then getting a chance to talk to him, he's very confident. Uh, that much was clear. Uh, and he's funny. Like he was saying, we were talking to him about all-purpose yards. He's like, yeah, I, I don't really expect to run very much in college. And I was like, why not, man? You set the North Carolina record. He's like, honestly, that was just because I was bigger than everybody. He's like, I'm really not that fast. So I don't expect to really run that much at the next level. And then, of course, in the All-American game, he ends up running for a sweet touchdown where he made a couple of guys miss. So I don't think he's, you know, he's not going to be Kyler Murray. He's not going to be, you know, making house calls. But he does run well enough that I think he can run every once in a while. I think he almost will be in situations where he runs just well enough that I think he can surprise you and he can pull the ball on some zone reads and he can do some power runs, right? I'm not going to say the guy's Cam Newton, but he's got a body type such that you could run quarterback power or quarterback counter or ISO Mm -hmm. in short yardage or goal line if you have to, and that's a really, really valuable weapon because, you know, then you have an extra blocker in the formation. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you mentioned, you know, he, he does have some of that sneaky athletic ability. You know, some of the comparisons that people have been saying to him, um, I know a lot of guys, when they look at his mechanics, really say that, you know, he's got some some similar characteristics, I guess, to Baker Mayfield in that area, not quite on the same level, but also Mitch Trubisky, which is a guy that he actually compared himself to. You know, what are your thoughts on those comparisons, and do any of those really kind of fit what you would say would be a comparison for him? I think the Baker Mayfield one is probably the better comparison because of the height and because of the body type. Now, Sam Sticker than Baker is, but Baker, I think, is like six foot and a half, six one, two ten, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think Sam's just a little bit thicker, about ten pounds, maybe fifteen pounds thicker. But I do think that's the more similar one because I think they're probably both four eight forty type of guys, um, and they're not fast, but they're mobile and and they're able to move well enough to move around the pocket to buy time to run for a first down every once in a while when they have to. Trubisky is taller. He's a leaner, more chiseled athlete, and he can really run, man. I mean, Trubisky's fast. Like, Trubisky can really, really pick him up and put him down when he has to. I, I don't think that's I don't think that's quite Sam. So, you know, overall, with the, with everything that we talked about, you know, you got the, the, the bigger arm, which I think uh, is definitely going to help Carolina after the struggles that they had throwing the football this season. And really the sneaky athleticism, you know, how big of a flip was this for Mac Brown and his staff, especially with him coming in just a few weeks, really, before the national, uh, the, the early signing period? Well, I think it's really important for a couple of different reasons. Number one, You know, if you're Mac Brown, you you really need to own the state of North Carolina. And 
that's something that they haven't been able to do. And as soon as Mac Brown gets the job, they take Emory Simmons from Penn State. And mm-hmm. I do a lot of Penn State football media coverage living in central Pennsylvania. So I know how good of a player Emory Simmons was. So to get him and Sam to flip from Penn State and Florida State in the same class, I, I think it really starts to give them a chance to have some momentum in the state of North Carolina, which I think is big. And then just those players, right? I mean, you're talking about two heavily recruited guys that, you know, were were committed to programs that have more of a national reach, national brand mm-hmm. than the Tar Heels do. I think that's significant. And obviously you need a quarterback, and then you get the quarterback and you get the receiver to go with it. I think that's significant. So I think it's a real good start in that regard for Mac Brown, for sure. And I'll, I'll give you another one. You know, I called two Army games this year, and their D coordinator, Jay Bateman, mm-hmm. is a total stud. I mean, that guy is a legit, legit D coordinator. So I don't even follow North Carolina football very closely, but just knowing those three additions, I can tell you, you guys are absolutely, you know, headed in the right direction there. Yeah, no, uh, Jay Bateman I thought was a fantastic hire. Uh, really quickly then, uh, since you know you do know a little bit about Jay Bateman and he called some of those games, do you think that he'll fit with Phil Longo, who's going to run a little bit more of an up-tempo offense than, of course, they had at Army, or, or do you think that won't really be a problem with him? I don't think it's an issue. I think he's going to call the defense the way he calls the defense. It's interesting because, you know, they blitzed a lot. They were pretty exotic um, in what they did at Army. And, you know, he kind of laughed about it and said, you know, a lot of people will rush for, they'll drop seven, maybe mix up a couple coverages. He's like, I don't think that's real good. He called that uh, revolutionary war defense, you know, meaning they know where you're lining up, they know what you're going to do. He's like, I I don't really like that. He's like, "I, I like more you know, guerrilla warfare, more coming out of the bushes. I thought that was hilarious (laughs) and and made a lot of sense to me. Like, unless you got total freak shows, it doesn't make sense to just rush for play after play and, you know, hope that they get there or whatever. You know, he brings them from all over the place and he's going to, he's going to surprise you with what he does. And I, I thought that was terrific. And I really, I really liked Jay and doing those two games, man. Uh, he was impressive. I mean, just look at what he did against Oklahoma last year. It's probably all he needed. Now, part of that was Army keeping the ball, but still, really, really impressive. So, uh, turning back to Howell for our last question, you know, he's going to come in early. He's already on campus right now. And, you know, just based on what you saw from him down there in your week around him, you know, do you think that this guy could be the starter on August 31st uh, in Bank of America Stadium against South Carolina? You know, I don't know what they already have, but I would guess that, you know, certainly Mac would love to go with the youth movement. So I think if it's close, they will go with Sam Howe. And I do think he's kind of got the swag to him and confidence that leads me to believe that uh, he, I don't think the moment would be too big for him. Certainly the All-American Bowl was not too big for him. He made some really nice throws and, and runs. He was a little bit overshadowed by Graham Mertz, mm-hmm. uh, who's going to Wisconsin, but 
that was no knock on Sam. Graham just having to throw a bunch of touchdown passes, but Sam was very impressive himself. So, yeah, that would not surprise me. So, all right, man. So that I think that's going to do it here. Uh, I know you're uh, getting ready to get on a plane, but, you know, you've got a podcast of your own that you do. I don't know if you're going to uh, be – when that's, that next edition is going to come out, but it's great stuff, man, the Ross Tucker football podcast. Uh, tell people about it and tell them where they can follow you on Twitter so that they can hear everything that you do, man. Yeah, so i got a bunch of podcasts, and I, I would encourage anybody, just go to RossTucker.com to check them out. But Ross Tucker Football Podcast is actually daily, Monday through Friday, talking NFL. i got a fantasy podcast with Evan Silva from Roto World called Fantasy Feast, uh, a gambling one with Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Contest out there in Vegas. And if you're really into the draft stuff, I do a college draft podcast with the Philadelphia Eagles video scouting guru, Fran Duffy. So I love podcasts. I do a bunch of them. Uh, And if you want to, I usually post them all on social media too. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ross Tucker NFL also. So I know uh, last the last thing, and then I'll let you go, man. Uh, I know that whenever I reached out to you, you said that you would get back to me. I guess this is like a generic message after you finish ranking your uh, best press box food of the week. You probably, I mean, you've got to have been to Kansas City a couple of times beforehand. What is the best press box food that you're looking forward to getting in Kansas City on Sunday? Well, I don't know what they're going to have. That's the thing. You don't know what they're going to have. It's important, though, I think, that they have something that is relevant to where you are, right? Like, if you go to Kansas City, you better not have tacos. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. I, want, some, I want some barbecue. So, <laughs> uh, the best I've been around is Green Bay. They always have an omelet station. They've got a great salad bar. They always have an awesome uh, entree. They have mac and cheese and pulled pork. And, of course, before the game, halftime, whenever – They've got brats. So I usually crush two halftime brats, which is amazing. So Green Bay does it right at Lambeau. All right. Hey, Ross, enjoy yourself there, man. Uh, stay warm and uh, enjoy whatever food they have out there for you. That's the most important thing. So, um, yeah, thanks. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see. You know, maybe we circle back around. Hopefully uh, Mac will be having a lot of guys uh, in the U.S. Army All-American game, and we can talk to you down the line. Sounds good to me. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Ross. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. I want to thank Ross Tucker for taking some time out of his busy schedule to sit down and tell us a little bit about Sam Howell. And I want to thank you guys for listening as always. A reminder, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever podcasts can be heard. iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn.com, and the TuneIn app. As always, a reminder to check out the Heel Tough blog on Medium.com. The website is getting ready to launch, so keep an eye out for that. A reminder to check out our sister podcast that covers North Carolina Tar Heels basketball, the Roy's Boys podcast. You can find that on iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify, and eventually iHeartRadio. So I want to thank you guys for listening, and as always, Go Tar Heels! (laughs) 